Yeah, something that is actually somewhat concerning to me um, is that I haven't really seen discussed is <clears throat> like after this whole thing is over, once once we have like a yeah. cure and a vaccine and all the things, and we're not worried about COVID nineteen anymore. I don't know how the American public is going to feel about going into like a packed concert space. Right. Like, I feel like there's going to be some big anxiety about this for like years. Hello, and welcome to Voices Unheard, a weekly radio show that highlights music of lesser known works and underrepresented composers with interviews and conversations featuring local artists, collaborators, community leaders, and friends. Well, as most of you know, I've been doing radio at WCBN, which is the community and student-run radio station here in Ann Arbor. With COVID-19 and the recent shutdown of the University of Michigan, WCBN has temporarily halted all live broadcast operations. And now that the stay home, stay safe executive order is in effect for the entire state of Michigan, we now find ourselves at home for at least the next four weeks. With remote learning in place, including our lessons, studio class and lectures, musical theater, opera and dance productions canceled, all ensemble rehearsals and instruction canceled, No recitals, no showcase, no opera, and no graduation. We are all greatly affected as we find ourselves in these strange and uncertain times. And as creatives, I thought this would be a good way of creating dialogue and continuing our artistic creativity while remaining connected as a community. As we are now settled into our third full week of social distancing practice, I'm joined by my dear colleagues and friends from the Chamber Music Department at the School of Music, Theater, and Dance at the University of Michigan. Here's Voices Unheard with myself, Cameron Williams, and the UMich SMTD Chamber Music Department, socially distant and artistically fabulous. Hello. This Hi. Oh no, we screwed it up. <laughs> That's my bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was such great chamber music. Um, <laughs> I'll just keep going. This is Matt Albert. This is Matt Albert. I'm the uh, chair of chamber music here at the School of Music, Theater, and Dance at the University of Michigan, and I'm a violinist and violist. It's my fourth year at Michigan. Hi, I'm Jacob Tatel. I'm a second year master's student uh, in tuba performance at the University of Michigan, and I work on at the chamber music department and I play tuba a lot. Hi, my name is Megan. <laughs> I'm uh, finishing my second year of my master's degree at the University of Michigan. Um, I study violin. I'm also a violist and I also work in the chamber music department and I really like improvising. Hi, I'm Hannah O'Brien, and I'm currently finishing my junior year at the University of Michigan. I also study violin performance, and um, I also really like to play Irish and folk music on the side. Cool. So I guess we'll just kind of hop right in to our conversation, and I guess just starting out, like, how's everyone been doing? I think we're in, I guess this is week three now of this uh, 
this uh, this virus thing that we've got going on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's hard to know how to count what the first day was, right? I don't even remember anymore. Yeah, I feel like this, like these few weeks, have been just how life has been for yeah. however long I remember. Yeah. I was talking to a colleague who said that a month ago felt like both yesterday and three years ago. And I've, I've <laughs> definitely had a little bit of that sensation myself. And it's been, I don't know how you all feel, but it's been totally up and down for me. I mean, there are days where I'm kind of getting outside a lot and moving around and just quietly listening to music. And it's very peaceful, I would say, is a good word for those days. And then there's other days I'm I'm pretty sad and I'm pretty... Um, I'm grieving the loss of a lot of work and a lot of interaction and a lot of other things. And just, it's really putting into focus how much energy I get from interacting with other people, which is of course what we can't do in person right now. Right. This time being alone has just been kind of strange. I live by myself and I guess the very first week I was kind of just in denial. Like I had just gotten back from being out of town for two weeks and I was kind of ready to get caught up on work and be like, all right, yeah, finish out these last weeks of school. And then I think it was, what was it? The Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. That was it. And I guess that first week I was just like, no, like this can't be happening. Like I understand this is going on, but I was like, no, there's, I mean, we'll be fine. Like we'll probably be out of school for like a week. And then three weeks later we are stay at home and stay safe. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah. For a while too. Uh, I think, I mean, I think it's, a, we've still got weeks of this to go, um, but it has been a big difference. Um, and yeah, you were, Megan, you were also finishing up, right? Didn't you have your recital on the night yeah, that school that closed or something like that? Um, yeah, I barely was able to squeeze my recital in before, like, you know, <laughs> everything got canceled, which um, was, yeah, it was just kind of a whirlwind. Um, but I feel grateful that uh, it got to to happen like you know right before um (laughs) right before it was like really infeasible to like have recitals continue right and what was the deal with that were they allowing students to still come to the recital because the school Um, wasn't shut down yet or yeah or was there really no point that was so my recital was on like the thursday right after the wednesday where they canceled everything um and like it was just this really weird and interesting um moment because it seemed like really no one knew what was going on like everyone was so collectively just like trying to figure out what was going to happen so (laughs) I got um a little bit of confirmation from uh SMTD administrators that it was okay to like continue with my recital as planned um and they said that about like all the degree recitals initially like yeah yeah like still do your degree recital um so yeah, at the time it was like okay to continue, um, right. but then I think that like literally maybe it was the day after my recital they were like okay now you can't have an audience anymore and like everything just evolved really fast. Um, and my yeah my biggest memory from that moment like that well I guess the, those few days was just uh, it, it felt so um, new and different to like truly feel like nobody like at any level of um kind of like who's in charge like like it seems like really we were all figuring it out together so that was kind of it was kind of strange and it still feels like that I guess you know we're all getting updates like 
so frequently and things are shifting so quickly. It's just like um, kind of a really like humbling, like collective experience. I feel I've been feeling that way. Yeah, I uh, I definitely had a pretty quick transition from, oh, cool. Now I get to practice in all these amazing spaces and there's no competition <laughs> at all to I, I moved from that to I'm not leaving my house for three weeks um, in like the snap of my fingers. Mm-hmm. It was so fast. Like it was bizarre. Yeah, I know. I definitely think it's kind of weird because, I mean, being music students, we spend pretty much the entire day at the music school. And now that being completely flipped where it's like, all right, now I'm in my apartment all day. <laughs> it, was definitely, it was definitely a strange transition. Yes, I, but, I live with a pianist. And so we'd be like, we'd be sitting together in the living room, like refreshing our email, like trying to see if they were going to close school because she was like, like her situation is so different. Like she wouldn't right. have the piano anymore. So we were lining up like, where can she get the keyboard? Like, how is she going to practice? Like all that stuff, um, which ended up working out, but like just sitting and checking your email, like over and right. over again is crazy. Right. And I think going back to what Megan mentioned, I just feel like, I mean, yeah, this whole situation is kind of so uncertain that we're all in the same boat. Like we just don't, we're all just kind of figuring it out as we go. And we're not really sure what's going to be happening in three weeks or four weeks. So I think that idea of us all staying collectively together and that, yes, there is no, I guess, uh, certain plan of what is to come. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, Professor Albert, was there anything? Oh, no, 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 okay, sorry. go ahead. Megan. You can go. I was going to like bring up something different. Oh, uh, no, okay. go ahead. Well, I was I just going to ask totally like to all of you. Um, what things are, uh, well, I guess going back to like what Professor Albert, where you were saying in the beginning of like noticing now so severely, like um, how much you are energized by like social interactions or musical interactions or just, you know, kind of being with people, um, being alongside people. I feel the same way, like so much. It's so jarring to, <laughs> to be so um, like so isolated, I guess. So I'm curious, like what, are all of you doing to keep that energy or to find like new types of energy in, in your new situations? Um, and like what things are, are giving you life right now, I guess is my question. Yeah, I can go. Um, oh, go ahead, Professor Albert. Okay. And then Cameron, I'd love to hear that what you have, we're going to say too. I mean, uh, I am definitely, uh, I would say I'm spending way more time outdoors <laughs> than I was <laughs> during the rest of the semester. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I mean, we have a, we have a seven month old puppy. And so I've just taken the opportunity to go on like hour long walks two or three times a day. And, um, it's, it's really great actually just to be outside and to, to, um, uh, get some fresh air. And I have, put so much more value in the little connections, like waving to somebody um, while they're walking across the street or something like that. You know, that is a kind of connection. And then artistically, um, I have been listening to music on those walks. And this is 
it's tremendous for me, um, the opportunity to listen to new things. I mean, Megan, you posted a, um, a Spotify playlist that had things in that I had never heard of. And I loved listening to it. It was so great. And the same with uh, Professor Andy Bishop uh, posted yeah. one. And it was like three hours long or something like that. <laughs> but I, I finally made it through it. And there was some amazing stuff on there. So those things are giving me inspiration and just kind of reminding me um, that being a musician, we tend to equate our whole life of being a musician with our life on stage. And now that our life on stage has been taken away from us, it's our opportunity to look at the rest of our life of being a musician. What do our ears bring into us? What does our heart bring into us? How do we interact with the world? And then there will be so much time to apply that to our instruments and to our performances down the road. Hmm. Yeah, it's definitely changed my way of, um, I guess kind of perception of kind of how I see myself as being an artist as a musician, because you always see yourself like I got to be out, I got to be on the stage, I got to be performing, going to this gig, going to that gig. And then suddenly, when that's all taken away, we kind of have to figure out, all right, how can I still express my ideas and my artistry, but now virtually? So I think it's been very interesting to see how People have been using different platforms. Um, I mean, this, for example, we're all remotely in different places. Um, How people have been using Instagram, Facebook. I mean, we have a Facebook group where people are staying connected and posting different ideas and projects and things like that. Um, Artists are now doing these live concerts from their living rooms and things like that. So I'm I'm curious as to like what that will develop into, um, adding in on this idea of uncertainty of what's going to be what's happening in the next month, what's happening for the summer. Like, will the concert halls be filled back or will this be, or will this be the alternative for the next five months where we'll just be having virtual concerts? (laughs) Right. I mean, how many of you have heard about summer, I don't know, concerts or festivals or anything like that? Has any of you heard anything from anything you had planned? Um, Um, Nothing. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Nothing that, I had planned, but I've been hearing from my friends like Aspen has now been delayed a week. Um, uh-huh. But people are pretty sure it's just going to get canceled. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I've been seeing a lot of stuff just getting canceled. Okay. Yeah, kind of the same deal. I think I saw, I mean, nothing from my summer plans, uh, nothing from that. But I did see that Verbier had canceled for the summer, which okay. is huge. Um Heifetz International Music Festival, which is um, kind of strings chamber music. Yes. Um, I get weekly updates, kind of like their newsletter. They didn't cancel, but they're going to do the entire festival online virtually. So, really? Yeah. So, yeah. So all the lessons will be, I guess, via some type of format like Zoom or Google Hangout. And then I guess for chamber music assignments, they're going to try and partner up people into, um, into duos and doing the, and like Whoa. virtually putting the duos together. So, wow. I mean, that's, I mean, that's a whole undertaking in itself, but if they <laughs> it pull is. it off, if they pull it wow. off, adds to them, but yes, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure as to what my <laughs> reaction would be to that. If I was attending Heifetz this summer, <laughs> it's, it's definitely oh. an opportunity to try stuff. So oh, go no, ahead. Megan, were you Call saying you something? Oh, Hannah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's okay. Um, 
I'm like currently taking a class um, for my PAM minor. It's like performing arts management. And our teacher runs the Ann Arbor Summer Festival. And he was talking about how like literally they had to split into two tracks where one part of the the festival is dealing with like what if we have to cancel and then the other one has to continue as like as business as normal and all of that stuff that they have to deal with and like pushing back ticket sales and all that like I there's like the musician side of it and then also like just getting to hear about the administrative side and how they're dealing with it and how they're getting new information every day is like crazy yeah and I think first for me I mean is everyone kind of taking a um taking at least like one class online on like blue jeans or has a professor set up anything on zoom? (laughs) Yes. How is, um, how, how have the, how, how have the classes been online for everyone? Virtual classes, I guess. It's definitely, it's definitely hard to stay as engaged. I think, um, when you're in an online class, but that being said, like, a lot of my class, like the teachers like are working so hard to like try to facilitate discussion right. and make it as accessible as possible. But it's definitely weird having studio so like in your bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> very, very interesting yeah. experience. Um, also, yeah, another wow. thing that's kind of been interesting, like almost like silver lining of the online classes is, um, well, so Hannah and I are both in the same violin studio uh, with Professor Belen, and she actually took the opportunity um, that we all have everything canceled to uh, give us a uh, almost every day technique boot camp session via Zoom. So, I mean, it's like if you can't make it, it's obviously fine. Like it's not required, but it's been so helpful to have that like in the mornings for me because normally we would all be practicing on our own schedules, but since pretty much like no one has a schedule um, anymore or like, you know, like we can all uh, it's much more likely that we would be able to all tune in and do technique together at the same time. That's actually been like a super energizing um, way that our like studio class has evolved with um, with kind of like the online aspect. Sometimes it's like, you know, I don't want to go to to technique boot camp at 10:30 a.m. But most days it ends up being um, a really good thing and I'm really actually <laughs> grateful to um, to have that possibility that like would literally never be able to happen in in a school day, you know, like thinking about how many places people have to be like in a in a school schedule. So that's kind of like a a cool um, silver lining that I think has like been able to evolve yeah, I was gonna say if you can just picture fifteen of us doing uh, fingered octaves together yeah. over Zoom. <laughs> that was today. That's what happened this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh my god! Oh, we all muted. How many of you mute it? Oh, ever like everyone's muted. Yeah, yeah right. Except for okay. Belen, and then Got she kind of like walks us through like what we should be doing. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> but it it looks pretty chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. But you are connecting. And I think that that's the point, right, is to use what technology and what opportunities you have mm-hmm. to connect in whatever ways you can, rather than to look to replace something that is impossible to replace, right? I mean, uh, we you, you can't all be in a room and rehearse a string quartet together. So instead, you find other ways to connect yeah. with one. 
Professor Albert with um, now is was chamber music the only department within the music school that was just completely canceled, whereas in there isn't really anything that could have been done. No, it wasn't. Um, I mean, all the ensembles were canceled. Yeah. So, um, right. right, right, bands and orchestras, jazz ensembles, anything where people had to get in a room together and work. But that also affected dance, theater, and music theater. So, um, all of their productions were canceled or postponed. Um, and uh, it has been strange because, uh, unlike most of my colleagues who immediately had to shift to figure out how to do things online because chamber music was canceled. I was just, uh, I was done. I mean, I was helping people fill out forms to, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to, to get uh, waivers and excuses and things like that. And just kind of reassure people that they would be able to graduate on time, which was really important to me, by the way, I, I, I did not want this to affect anyone's graduation or anything like that. Um, so I, uh, so I've been, I was working on that. And then one of the reasons that I started this Facebook group was just because I knew that I had this time and this creative energy some days and just these thoughts about, since I don't know how to connect, let's try some things out. Kind of like you were talking about, uh, Cameron with the Heifetz, um, Institute, they're going to try some things out to see if they work for chamber music. And I think we all have an opportunity to try some of these distant, um, ways of playing with one another so that we can have new skills when we do can be in the same room again, whenever that is. Right. Um, oh no go ahead i was just gonna say seeing all the ways people are using technology to like you know create multi-track projects remotely or um just using editing in creative ways it's like so inspiring to me to actually be able to or i want to be able to learn some of those skills and like learn be be more comfortable with software and like you know just audio sound engineering yeah it's like like I feel Now's like, the yeah, the, the coronavirus <laughs> is like a teacher in that it's it's bringing out like a lot of these questions, and I'm asking myself the question like, oh, maybe should I start learning some of these things? Because clearly, like when it comes down to it, that these, these skills are really valuable um, for for this type of situation. Anyways, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I certainly spent the first 48 hours after things were canceled. Cameron, you asked about that. I mean, I, I downloaded so much software <laughs> <laughs> like on my iPad, on my laptop. I downloaded apps on my phone. I was like, does this work? Does this work? But every single one of them has a huge learning curve. And I mean, there's a whole, the, the field of engineering and production and video production is a field that people do professionally. And to expect someone to just at the drop of, you know, a hat, be able to do these things well is not, um, it's not realistic. So I, I second what Megan said about the a bit, the time and ability to kind of explore some of these things. Although Cameron, you just kind of figured this out, didn't you? I mean, you just went, <laughs> yeah. and now you're a podcaster. It's great. <laughs> uh, we'll put that in there. <laughs> for now, for now I'm a, I'm a remote podcaster, I guess. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I I find myself like stuck in between periods of I'm going to create a whole lot and I'm not yes. leaving my bed. Yep. You know, it's totally there's, normal. There's almost like 
no in between at all. And like, even in my periods of creating a lot, I kind of just like, don't even want to touch an instrument. Like I'm still practicing like two plus hours a day, but I'm just like, at least an hour and a half of that is just like an insane fundamentals routine that I made so that I would have something to structure my time. And then like 30 minutes of like, I guess I'll pull out some excerpts from an audition that was canceled. Right. Um, (laughs) And yeah, it's ow. (laughs) Um, But like the creative stuff that I found myself doing has just like, it's been all about, I mean, I made like that blog which is, um, I made a blog, it's called freakinclassic.com. Um, and I talk uh, pseudo-seriously about um, classical music and classical music culture. Um, and like, one of the things on like a recent blog post is I found that because Michigan offers students and faculty Adobe stuff for free, um, there's an app on my on the Apple Store uh, where you it's like Adobe Illustrator Draw. So I just like drew these like really uh, just not great cartoons uh, of just like the instruments, so I could like have a funny little sketch of um, the different chamber music uh, ensembles that exist. And I had like such a fun time doing that. <laughs> It was fun um, it was to pro- read too, Jacob. It was really great. Oh, thank you. There's Ooh. one about rep coming up soon. Um, <laughs> um, but so I've just been like finding myself diving farther away from performance and more about knowledge and other ways to talk about music. Yeah, I was going to say, I've definitely found myself in a couple like YouTube <laughs> deep dives. Yeah. <laughs> like because i start watching something and then i get i get recommended like another and another book. <laughs> or like my dad will be like sending me videos to watch and like it's just kind of a never-ending spiral but sometimes it's it can be good to just actually have that time and i'm not doing anything else i'm just listening i'm just watching and i'm experiencing it like i feel like on a on a deeper level yes. in some senses so um that's definitely been what I've oh been doing gosh, a lot I of my feel time. you so much, Hannah. There's that like so much time to actually listen now. I've been feeling that same way. It's really beautiful. Like, uh, yeah, to to be able to focus. I feel like I should make that time. Yeah. Like more when I have like a full schedule of things too. But, um, yeah, it's so different to like be 100%. Right. Does anyone also feel like the days are a lot longer? Yes, <laughs> I feel like I they're longer they're shorter and for then me. also shorter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because like once <laughs> I feel like once five o'clock hits, five to eleven lasts forever, but eight to five is like I'll like watch some like a ten minute video on YouTube and I'll look up and it's like oh it's five oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I definitely feel time differently. Um, I some days um, feel very, very short. 
like I, I have plans and it's really hard to get in. Like, <laughs> oh my God, I, I accomplished, I showered and I watched so a YouTube real. video today. And then other days I, I, I get a bunch of things done. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's great to remember that this, isn't something we all chose you know we didn't come into this and and all of a sudden choose to be on hiatus for five months so there are these external pressures that make it um difficult to to maximize every moment of our time i would say it's impossible to do that and that's okay so that the moments when we can be inspired or connected or anything are really really um kind of joyful and, and amazing um but all those times when we're in our bed or or watching netflix again or doing whatever we're doing those are okay too i think those are pretty healthy reactions to what's going on right and i think going off of that i mean same deal days are longer i i find myself in these like pockets of creativity but i think it's also important to take in that as musician and artists we are all literally in the same exact situation. <laughs> so that's, I mean, yes, we all have um, different financial things and living and things like that. But as artists and musicians and as creatives, we are kind of all in the same boat right now. So that's why I think it's important of us kind of keeping this collective community idea yeah. um, that we have going virtually. Yes. Yeah. Has there been, um, has there been any, um, resources or anything that anyone's kind of explored and maybe not even applied, but maybe seen something that came across that sound interesting. Or I know the Excel um, office has sent out a huge docket with, with a bunch of resources and tools. Um, was there anything else that anyone's found or came across or any cool, like live free live streams or anything like that? I, this isn't like performance related, but I was sitting with my friends last week and we were trying to figure out if we could like get access to music like online because um, none of us had access to printers. And we found this uh, app called Encoda where you can do like a seven week or seven, seven day free trial. And you have access to just like all of this chamber music online. Amazing. So we it's it's a super cool app. Um, and I actually I got the Philip Glass violin concerto off of it. So that's awesome. my new project. Awesome. But, it like it was cool to be able to like find that and like sort of sight read even though we were in different places like some pieces that we would have never played before because they were all on that app yeah so that was a pretty cool resource to find i mean one of the things that i was uh i was incredibly excited to see um there's an organization called New Music USA, and uh, some of my friends and colleagues uh, got together and they solicited a bunch of donations um, to start a New Music Solidarity Fund. And it was totally artist-driven. And these funds, this fund was set up to give $500 microgrants um, to um, freelancers in the new music field or related to the new music or improvising field. Um, so because so much, so many people have lost income um, and are going to lose income over the next few months. Uh, and uh, I think they, re it looks like they raised $270,000 um, in donations Whoa. to give out in $500 micro grants. So that's, I guess you double that, right? That's, is that 540 little grants or something like that? But anyway, they, um, opened the 
uh, applications yesterday and they closed them at 5 p.m. yesterday because they had so wow. many applications in one day. And wow. that was that was sobering for me. And, and just a, a, it's a it's a reality check of how many people in this industry um, rely on on freelancing and going gig to gig and creating things for themselves. And that's certainly one of the skills that we teach people how to do in school. And then when you can't depend on it, um, that's it's just a wake up call of how um, fundamentally important that part of our economy is as artists, as musicians, as performers, as creators and improvisers. Um, and that's going to take some more work to address um, how to help people who are really, really profoundly affected by that. Yeah. Yeah. Something that is actually somewhat concerning to me um, is that I haven't really seen discussed is <clears throat> like after this whole thing is over, once, once we have like a yeah. cure and a vaccine and all the things, and we're not worried about COVID-19 anymore, I don't know how the American public is going to feel about going into like a packed concert space. Right. Like, yeah. I feel like there's going to be some big anxiety about this for like years. There's no way to know. Right. I mean, there will definitely, some people will have that for weeks and some for months and maybe for years. And uh, I think that, uh, the more we are communicating the science of this pandemic and what, why we're doing what we're doing, why social distancing is happening, what effect it's having, and how long we need to do it for, and 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 developing immunity, like all the really just basic scientific facts about this virus that we have to pay really close attention to as artists so that we know the <coughs> truth and we can reassure audiences, Jacob, exactly what you're talking about mm. or not, or be responsible and say, don't come because it's not safe right now. And watch the live stream mm. instead. Exactly. Yeah. And, <laughs> and maybe they'll start paying for the live stream or something. Have any of you been thinking about this, that all of a sudden all these uh, orchestras are doing free live streams, you know what? So what are we going to do about that? Right. Have you all heard of um have you all heard of Group Muse? Yes. Yes. Um well Group Muse is currently so Group Muse is still happening and kind of the idea is you kind of curate a program and someone will host it and the idea is that it'll be kind of in a non-traditional setting. So usually they're in someone's home, like a living room, or they may have a piano room or something like that. But Group Muse has been having concerts, but they've been um having them via Zoom. And you have to buy, you have to purchase like a three or five dollar ticket awesome. before the before the performance, and then they'll send you. And after you pay, they'll send you the, um, I guess, the URL or the code to join in to the um, to the uh, the stream of the of the performance. I mean, that's great. I just think I think we as performers, especially the people who who really really need this, should. Um, uh, should be compensated. There's there there needs to be a fair exchange. That's why we're 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 joining this as a career, <laughs> right? For all of right. us, um, and and why we're putting our effort into that. I so appreciate the generosity of people putting things out there, and people are coming from different places of privilege and, and opportunity. And uh, I I understand and really really support and um, love that. I feel very tender about it, and I'm really glad to hear the group news because the people Cameron who perform for these are 
freelancers, right? Who do these things. Yeah. 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 So they should be getting, I mean, just like three or $5 or whatever. That's such a great, just something to, sh- to show that everyone still understands the value um, of this, of, of, of contributing to yeah, this. Something if- Right. And I think it'll be very interesting to Sorry, see. I feel like I keep oh, cutting you ahead, off, Kim. Uh, <laughs> I think my computer's a little laggy. Um, I was it's just right. going to add, like, I'm kind of on the flip side of like thinking about going back into concert halls once this is all over. I'm also curious about like long-term adaptations that might stick from this period. And like thinking about like, you know, being compensated mm. for a virtual concert, like that's a, that would be a cool idea, even it, not in the era of COVID-19, like, cause then you could connect with people like across distance. Um, any, anyways, and I don't know, I'm just like kind of yeah. curious and, a little bit hopeful about some of those things that I, I could see, um, you know, sticking even once we're back to normal. And so, yeah, it's great to kind of like brainstorm ways that that like makes sense, like to, to kind of still keep um, valuing the work of, of artists while also like brainstorming new ways to share it digitally and, I don't know. I I hope that collectively we find some cool solutions that are like helpful to us beyond just the um, era of quarantines. Totally. Yeah. I love it. Sorry, Kim, what were you going to say? Oh no, I was, I was basically going to kind of go off of that idea as well. Like, yeah, I'm actually curious as to what this whole post COVID-19 is going to be like for the music world. Um, and what things will adapt from this and what things we will continue to do, um, not only as being artists and musicians, but also in, um, I guess, being everyday citizens in our lives, how, how this will affect us. So with that, um, I'd like to kind of wrap it up. Um, if there's any last things that you want to say. As we continue adjusting to new daily routines, online lessons, classes, virtual concerts and performances, and this new practice of social distancing, we're all affected to varying degrees and we're all concerned. We may not have access to the buildings, equipment, or our daily interactions and rehearsals and in-between classes, gigs and concerts canceled or postponed and summer plans put on hold. But we all have a purpose and a voice to express, inspire, and create. Thank you again to Megan, Hannah, Jacob, and Professor Albert for joining me for this conversation as it was recorded remotely from our respective homes. Stay safe, stay healthy, and see you all very soon.